0: You're listening to the Real Life Church Podcast. To learn more about Real Life Church, including our gathering times in Yuma, Arizona, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com. Today's talk comes from Pastor Bob Van Horn. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Church. I'm glad you're watching today. Today we're going to continue in our study in the book of James. We're only going to look at a couple verses today because it's such a huge topic. We ran across this topic actually last week, and today we're going to explore it much more in depth. The verse starts off from last week: "Be patient." I wonder how many of you would classify yourself as a patient person, or are you more impatient? Hmm, patient or Impatient. I was trying to think of some things that you know would help us measure ourselves this morning. And I think we're going to go all the way back to the invention of the wheel. I mean, from that point forward, we're always in a hurry to do something. We got to get here, we got to get there, and nothing like a good old traffic jam that'll cause that hurriness to come to a complete stop. Patient or impatient? Or what about when something doesn't go our way, like we want it to go, patient or impatient? Or when you're pressed for a deadline and something has to be done today, are you patient or impatient? Or what happens when somebody does a better job than you do and they're getting recognized and you're not? Does that cause you to lose your patience? Or maybe when somebody's trying to tell you about something and you're just not getting it. This happens to me a lot. You try to tell me something, I don't get it. Do you become patient or impatient? So how can you learn, as James says, to be patient? Well, it's a great question, and that's what we're going to look at today so right now in your friends list who needs a lesson on patience right maybe a lot of your friends why don't you just share it with them what a great way again to be able to take god's word and again get it to your friends list so this morning we're looking at the passage in james chapter 5 verses just 10 and 11. as an example brethren of suffering and patience take the prophets who spoke in the name of the lord we count those blessed who endured you have heard of the endurance of job you have seen the outcome of the lord's dealings and the lord is full of compassion and is merciful there are some lessons that are in the bible that are so big that we can only only kind of get it when we look at other people's lives For example, I've got probably 75 to 100 different books in my library about different people, leadership books. And what I do is I learn from their life principles for my own. And that's exactly what James is doing here. He's referring back to the Old Testament prophets, how they endured and how they showed patience so that we might learn lessons from them. There are over 63 Old Testament prophets, 25 New Testament prophets. Now, a prophet, remember, in the Old Testament was someone that was used by God to communicate his message to the world. God gave them special insight. People like the writing prophets, the people that you're maybe familiar with, Isaiah and Daniel, Amos, Malachi, those were writing prophets. And there were some non-writing prophets, those people that their names we have a hard time pronouncing. Now, there's the one thing I can promise you about all the prophets that they exhibited in their life, which is the example for you and me. Patience and suffering. God used the prophets back then to communicate his message, usually a message of come back to me, And the people were rebelling, and the people often did not listen to the prophets. And therefore, a lot of patience was required on their part. And James reminds us okay, you can learn a lot from people that have come before you. So look at the Old Testament prophets. Look at, well, specifically the life of Job, and we'll get to him in just a second. Even in Jesus' teachings, In his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus had some pretty special words for us. Blessed are people when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, Jesus says, for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, you heard that. That's what Jesus said. James is saying, be patient. Any suffering and wrongdoings that, again, that you are facing today, in Christ, because of Christ, God has your back. Just like we talked about last week, James invites you to open up your Old Testament and learn from those great past people lessons for today. He basically had two lessons, two I want to share with you. And the first one is is that we ought to be careful about how we conduct ourselves while going through a time of trial. He was attempting to teach us that we are going to have trials and we are going to have tribulation. Our endurance or our lack of endurance or our patience or our impatience shows other people what we believe about God. The second lesson that James would probably want us to get to know that, well, if you are suffering today, you are blessed and count yourself blessed that you are enduring for the sake of Christ. When people look at, you know, people like Enoch and, and Noah and Abraham, maybe Isaac and Jacob, all of those people were faithful to God's word. They all were patient and long-suffering, and God blessed them. And if God blessed those Old Testament prophets, when you're going through your trial, when you're going through your suffering, and when it's easy to be impatient and we show patience instead, God says, I'm going to bless you. Even the Apostle Paul writes this in Philippians chapter 2. When we're going through these difficult times now, these fiery ordeals, and when it's easy to be impatient and and to complain and be bitter with one another. Look what Paul says for us to do in this chapter. He says, do all things without grumbling or disputing so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach. Isn't that good? That during your tough time, during your time where it's easy to be impatient, we're to be conducting ourselves blameless, okay, as children of God. And now listen to this, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, we're to appear as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ I will have reason to glory, because I did not run in vain nor toil in vain. That's how we ought to conduct ourselves in the midst of these trials, when it's so easy to be so impatient. And now, well, James moves on to Job. But Job's suffering, well, can we just kind of say this, was unusually great. I mean, he had a tremendous amount of blessing, and all of it was taken away bit by bit. And in the midst of Job losing everything he had, I mean, his family, his money, his possessions, in the midst of him losing everything, it was Job who made statements like this. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. I know that my Redeemer lives. I will stand in that day. And though he slays me, I will trust him. See, that's a guy that learned, okay, to exhibit patience in the midst of his suffering. This is a guy that learned to be able to trust God, that God would have his back. See, the people in James' writing, well, they were upset. They were mad because, well, they were suffering at the hands of the rich, that the rich people were getting richer at the backs of the Christians. They were doing all the work, and someone else was getting all the credit. And James writes to them and says, be patient. Now, at Real Life Church, we like to give you practical next steps that you can put into practice, I mean, right now. Maybe you are that inpatient person. I can raise my hand, I'm, I'm a little impatient sometimes. These are some things that you can do to help you to be more patient. Now, you know what the problem is, right? Is you don't learn patience when everything's going okay that wouldn't be a test at all matter of fact the test really is is when things are going bad or difficult or hard are you patient then so let me give you some help if i was putting patience into practice i would want to first of all remember this one thing let love rule my life now, you might be asking what love has to do with patience, and I will tell you a lot. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says that we should have love, we should have patience, and we should have joy, and all three of them are connected. What does that look like? Well, it means we don't snap at people when they frustrate you. Means we don't make rude or critical statements about other people. We don't get... Easily angered. We try to assume the best about people. We don't respond impatiently when we're waiting in line, in stores, or while we're driving. You're patient with your spouse or maybe your parents. We don't expect other Christians to be perfect. We have patience with their spiritual growth, just as much as Christ is patient with you and yours. Secondly, okay, if I'm working on being a more patient person, I remind myself to correct myself quickly. You know when you're being impatient. You know when the blood pressure goes up a little bit. Try to reroute your thoughts and your behaviors during that time. Try this technique. I know it sounds weird, but see if it doesn't work for you. The next time you start to feel that you're becoming impatient, say out loud, God, I am a patient person. See if that works for you. And then also at the same time, if you were impatient, be quick to apologize. All right. Make sure that you don't let your frustration out on the people that you love um, the most. Ask God for a supernatural anointing of patience, but be careful. Remember, that only comes usually with a whole lot more trial and tribulation. And remember, learning patience takes time we live in such a microwave society today we pop it in the microwave and we want it to be done in a minute or two okay no more than two learning patience in your life especially if you're impatient out there is gonna take some time it's gonna take some growing it's gonna take intentional effort on your part remember there is no better time to work on your patience than when you're waiting in line waiting your turn in the parking lot, wait for someone who moves so slow, and you do it patiently. You can say to yourself, the next time I feel impatient, I'm going to say to myself, I am a patient person, and then do it. You can do it. I can do it. And I think that's what James was trying to communicate to us in this couple verses here in James chapter 5. God, thanks for our time together in your word. Thank you, Father, that again, very practical application from this book. Lord, it helps us to be able to see it and then go out and to do it. Thank you for the writer. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that we would yield ourselves to him. And it is in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, I want you to come back next week, all right? Only gonna look at one verse next week, but such a powerful, powerful verse And you don't want to miss it. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at reallifyuma.com or download the Real Life Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Real Life Church Podcast.